Sitting here in the Key Listener Show studio with Karen, the producer. Karen, thank you as always. What do we have lined up today? Ah, Around Town Bozeman. All right, let's get going. This installment of Around Town Bozeman is brought to you by the Pine Creek Lodge out in Paradise Valley, the number one spot out in Paradise Valley to hear live music and enjoy a wide selection of beer. They have a whole summer lineup of great musical talent. Go check them out at pinecreeklodgemontana.com. All right, let's get this teed up. I was just told by Karen, our producer, that Unknotted is now officially open. And for those of you who don't know what Unknotted is, it's a new restaurant on North Rouse. They have an amazing setup over there. We met up with them a few weeks ago, sat down with the owner, and uh, she gave us a little bit of insight as to what to expect from this new establishment here in the great city of Bozeman. And believe it or not, it's kind of surprising because you think that, oh, all these different restaurants are popping up, there's too many restaurants. Not the case. I'll tell you what, Unknotted is like the go-to hangout spot. When I walked in there, it had the greatest Montana ambiance. It also had that Central Perk from Friends, the TV show. It had that feeling of just, this is where you want to take all your friends and go hang out, go have a meal, go have some coffee. It really is the coolest place. Go check it out. They are open now. And enjoy our exclusive sit-down with the unknotted owner herself. Okay, so we're sitting here with Ashley Nelson, the new owner of Unknotted. Here, uh, it's a new restaurant. Is it a cafe? How would you describe it? Um, so we are a cafe and catering and meals to go. So we are breakfast, lunch for you know traditional sit-down menu in the restaurant. And then we also provide adventure lunches to go. We're calling them on-the-fly lunches. Oh, smart. Very Montana. Yes. For, you know, outfitters or just any individual who's headed out maybe on the river or a hike. And what sort of inspired you to do this? Um, I grew up fly fishing. Okay. And are you a local? No, I'm originally from Chicago. Oh, okay. Okay. But I've been coming out to Montana since, I don't know, I was probably 10. Vacation. Yes. Cool. Cool. Um, And I don't know, maybe three or four years ago, I was on the river and... I was only on the river because a good friend of mine who owns an outfitting company needed people to shoot in this video he was doing for marketing. And so it was less fishing and more just carrying gear around and kind of laying. And they didn't have a caterer. They didn't have a caterer. (laughs) And a a photographer friend of mine and I were laying there. We're like, this is ridiculous. We were eating some smashed piece of you know, mm-hmm. meat, like you can't even Gross. really tell it's meat, yeah. kind of Half jerky, half yeah. meat, yep. And I was like, I can't believe this is what we're eating when you're surrounded by such beauty. You know, I think mm-hmm. there could be better stuff out there. And so that was kind of the initial inspiration. Like, I want to serve food that's as beautiful and as your surroundings. Do you have a background in food and beverage or yeah. hospitality or yeah, something both. like that? Both, okay. Yeah, so my undergrad is in hospitality administration, and then I did my master's in France at Le Cordon Bleu Paris. And do you think, wow, that's cool. Uh, do you think it would have resulted in you opening a restaurant in Chicago or somewhere else? Or was this sort of like the perfect time, perfect place? I'm going to follow um, my dreams. I opened up a kids cooking and art school in Chicago. And so for five, six years, I was teaching kids how to cook. Oh, fun. I thought that was the initial plan. Yeah. Um, 
that kind of spiraled into only kids' birthday parties. <laughs> and if I did one more kids' birthday party, I you wasn't going yeah. <laughs> to make it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so just kind of got, just on a very personal level, got unhappy in Chicago. Cool. And was like, I'm going to move to Montana because whenever I'm there and forever, whenever I'm there, I never want to leave. So yep, you that's live how in a place it is. You never want to leave. That's how it is. Now we're sitting in the vacation rental. You called it. So is this uh, just an added bonus to the yeah, restaurant? Yeah, there's two condos. There's two condos on the back of here that are treated as separate rentals that we're you know renting out to visitors to the Bozeman area. Whoever comes by. Well, <laughs> yeah. and just to point out the listeners, so we're on North Rouse. Yes. And the restaurant looks beautiful, and we're opening Thank next you. week. Soft openings next Soft week. Soft openings next week, next Tuesday. Awesome. And the condos will open around the same the time? The condos will open around the same time. The top one's been selling for a couple of years now. Um, I, we just had, you know, renters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in here. And so that's been finished. But because that was doing so well, we decided to turn this, that was an office that we're sitting in now, into a second vacation rental. Cool. And then the inspiration behind the look and feel of the restaurant. Did you have sort of anything to draw from? Or were you like, we're in Montana, we're just going to go for yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it's very... I, I don't even know, rustic, eclectic. It's like, yeah, it's a mix of awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, mostly that was my mother. She's an artist and kind of... Helped you throw it together. Took the lead on all of that. But I would say lots of antiquing happened in the last two years. Mm -hmm. Just trying to pull together a really fun but comfortable space. How long has this been in progress? From Um, the idea to its opening? From the idea, probably four years. The building was purchased two years ago. Oh, wow. And then kept renters in here to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. raise money for this for the restaurant. construction project. <laughs> yeah, well, it's paying we, off. It's paying off. We started drawings last April and started construction officially at the end of February. And then the menu. So, big menu. Uh, so, um, if it's a catering company or is it two different menus? Two different menus. Two different menus. Well, Several different menus. There's the breakfast, in-house breakfast menu, the in-house lunch menu. Mm-hmm. You'd have anywhere. Then there's the event on the fly lunches, mm-hmm. that menu. To go. To go. Mm-hmm. And then there's full catering, you know, like you get the sandwich platter for lunch at your office, that, that kind of feel, plattered catering. And then there's dinners to go. So you as an individual could go online at noon, right, and say, Order I don't dinner. Have time for dinner. I don't know how to cook. Whatever, I don't do that whatever every the day. excuse is. <laughs> yeah. And come pick up, you know, kind of traditional meals that you might cook for your family if you had time. And how long have you been in Bozeman, you personally? I've personally been in Bozeman for two and a half years. And do you feel like now is the time to open a restaurant? Because I feel I have no background <laughs> in restaurants or anything, but I feel like now is the time. We're growing so fast. Yeah. There's a mix of so many different choices to choose from constantly popping up or, or yeah. things that are evolving that have been around for years. Do you feel like this is it? This yeah, is... I think it's a good a good time to get into Bozeman. Like, I feel like every time I go out to lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever, there's midday randomness, yep. there's a line, number one, mm-hmm. so that kind of indicates some sort of demand. Mm-hmm. There's something new. There's so much tourism here. I feel like that's growing and the population is going through the roof. The population is booming, a whole collection of things. But your concept is different, I think, than anyone else's in town. We're hoping with this I kind don't of think that I've come across, go. yeah, other than like the stands that are popping up on Main Street, which right. there's a new one every day, right. it seems. But it doesn't seem like I can go somewhere and take stuff to go, let alone order in advance right. and have my meals set for that the rest of the day. That was a big thing back in Chicago. You know, I could, 
And it was food. You know, we're not talking. There's always fast food that you can get to bring home to the family. You're talking, you know, good hearty good, food, hearty food mm-hmm. that you could pick up, or you could be like, oh crap, like I just had all my in-laws in town this last <laughs> weekend, and yep. I'm a chef, and I was like, holy crap, I yeah, this is too to much. This is too this much. This is too much. So even if you do cook, everyone has instances where they're like, no, I can't. And I've always been curious, when building a menu for a restaurant, even for like a dinner party or catering, is there a lot of experimentation that goes into that? I mean, did it take you really long to figure out this is all these items work together on the Mm -hmm. menu and then to perfect those items? Or did you sort of have like a cookbook beforehand and then just brought it over? So the way we did it was there's kind of three of us, myself and then Jackie, who's kind of going to be my head chef on the line and I'm going to head up catering. Cool. Okay. And then Lisa's our general manager. She helped me open up my last business. Has a background in culinary and is just kind of overall helping everyone. And so the three of us just took all of our recipes that we have, that are stuff that we cook, stuff we love to cook and put them in a big file and then started to whittle Analyze through that from there. and be like, this this is kind of the feel we want to go with. This kind mm-hmm. of rustic with the Southern influence. So weed out anything, like Thai curry, obviously, doesn't meet that. Right. Weed out on a very basic level and then just start making that stuff. And then do restaurants evolve in time with what's on the menu? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'll be. We whittled it. Our opening menu is smaller than kind of the menu we initially came up with Mm. just for organizational purposes. So we already have this whole collection of kind of recipes on the back burner if you will that could easily be introduced or brought into the menu we know already works with the other food already fits mm-hmm. it's just like okay we got a taste testers or is it just you three the taste testers were you know husband's best friend yeah when you make changes i want to be one of the <laughs> yeah. taste testers it <laughs> sounds yeah. like a great job construction workers <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. but is it tough when it when testing those i mean it Three people might like it, but the rest of the right. population might not. So, I mean, I think that you, you have that in mind going into a new restaurant. You know, if whatever, one of our quiches never sells. Mm-hmm. Axe we'll it. Yeah. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I, that's part of being a small business owner, just being super flexible and like, mm-hmm. well, First everybody hates and... that. I guess I'll move on and mm-hmm. try something new. You have to. Be on your feet all the time. There's no way. Absolutely no way to predict what's going to. So how do you foresee the opening? It's going to be soft and gradually make its way to full house. Is that is that the That's dream? The goal. The goal. That's okay. The dream. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> what are bumps along the way that could happen? Oh well, you know, not passing inspections on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big one. That's a big one. We've got. There's. I've just noticed a lot of chatter. We haven't done a lot of marketing, marketing or anything like that, but just. You know, us talking, being locals here, mm-hmm. and you talk to people. And you Bozeman's still small enough to right. know that so, new things are coming. Well, I think we're all a little bit terrified that there might be more chatter than we actually know about. And come, quote unquote, grand opening next Friday, mm-hmm. there'll be more people than we ever could have hoped for. Right. And with ordering food, you know, it's just... Now, do you have sort of technology implemented? Like, can we make reservations online? Can we do... We're not taking reservations yet. I mean, we're taking reservations, obviously, for all the catered stuff. Mm -hmm. So we have a bunch of pre-orders in. And the to-go? And the Mm to-go. Got a bunch of pre-orders in for, um, like, Big Sky Vacation Rentals Mm -hmm. and some of the outfitters around and just kind of people we've partnered with up to this point. So we have a good 
idea of those numbers, at least for July and August. Do you think that there's a lot of uh, thought that needs to go into implementing uh, technology or forward thinking in trends in general? Yeah. For restaurants. Because most people think, oh, it's just about the food and filling the restaurant. But there's so much more to it, I'm sure. Right. We, I'm pretty happy and we, this was such a massive decision and we made several wrong decisions with this along the way. Our POS, our point of sale system. Mm -hmm. You know, we started with one of those just kind of the little iPad ones, Mm -hmm. which work great for example, just coffee shops. Right. But for all of these different menus we have going on and we want people to be able to order online and we want to try to predict that and limit that quantity right like maybe next tuesday we only make 25 dinners Mm -hmm. so if you call and you're the 26th dinner it's not there you Mm -hmm. gotta call back tomorrow so all of this kind of forecasting and predicting that little ipad system didn't work right so we're with a full-blown like all of the big pizza joints in chicago actually use them like malnati's and giordano's and you know the famous sure chicago pizza that chips World or not worldwide, but nationally. Mm-hmm. So we went with kind of a bigger point of sale system to try to help us with all of all of that. Do you think you hold the upper hand coming from a bigger market and moving to we'll call Bozeman a small market? It's really not anymore. But for people who think that they can just sort of take a shot at owning a restaurant and come out of nowhere, out of the woodworks with, hey, this is my idea, with no background, no education, and no yeah. real uh, exposure to what's working. Do you think people sort of... I don't know if it's so much the exposure of the bigger market. It's just the exposure that even though, you know, my past business was not a restaurant, we did catering out of it and it was food centered, just the experience of starting a business before. Mm -hmm. It's incredible how Mm -hmm. much smoother this whole construction project went, this whole opening project went. You learn from the past mistakes. Because you know, you're like, nope, not doing that. I do not need... To plan for that, mm-hmm. you just you actually end up. I feel like in my last business, I just overplanned oh, to the point of like massive amounts of binders on <laughs> protocol, and then you can find that anything. don't work mm-hmm. because there's no way you just can't mm-hmm. know exactly. So I don't know it's so much coming from Chicago. I don't know that that makes a difference, but just or having just having a business in some the experience yeah. of this is what works and this is what does not. Well, I'm sure you and your team and Unknotted will have a very smooth opening. It looks like everything is running smoothly other than the little bumps that we all have. Yeah. Even not owning a business, we have the bumps. And uh, I know I'll be here opening day. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone else who listens to this will be as well. Maybe you don't want that, so we're only accepting 15 to 20 people out of the people who listen. But I'm sure it'll be great. We can't yeah. wait to see it open. Thank you. Yep. Thanks Thank so much, you. Ashley. Yeah.